Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey everybody, and thank you for joining me. This is Richard Listens, and this is the Richard Listens Show. I'm Richard Olberger, clinical psychologist. I'm grateful for all the wonderful contributions and guests we've been having lately. Thank you again to all my subscribers, for all of you who've been signing up for email lists, signing up on our Patreon.com page to support the show, Patreon.com slash Richard Listens, Instagram at Richard Listens. Please tweet at me, Instagram. Facebook, sign up, subscribe, and listen. Please take the time, send this to two friends that you think might like the show. Without further ado, I'm going to be inviting on shortly my guest today. Dr. Pranoa Nathan. Anyone who's entering the field, and we're going to stumble upon areas we don't know, even if you have expert, and there's so little we understand about animals, even if we're experts in working with humans. So to have the knowledge you have and experience, Dr. Camille, is rare and unique, and that, that, that does set your part. Yeah, thank you. Well, where do I start? Horses have always been my dream, and kind of in the family dynamic, Horses were considered this afterthought, kind of this, uh, you know, money pit because they do cost a lot of money and a lot of resources and time. And then I went on to get my doctorate and did a lot of work with trauma, which I enjoyed. But it got to the point where I was kind of taking on, I think, a lot of energy and became really burnt out and came. And in that burnout, I had to do my own healing with different modalities. And I saw a new perspective of psychology and the mind. And in that time, I Actually, I went back to horses. This is why I'm trying to get you on a horse. I went and got on horses. My life experiences were impacting my sport and uh, my skill set. Like there were moments where I would regret, couldn't figure out what was going on, and my trainers just didn't have the language. And then over time, I just saw the Smith, and I got really excited about it. And some of my closest 
closest friends became partly my guinea pig. So they were great and being patient with me. And then over time, I just realized life is too short. You need to take your dreams and make them a reality. And even though I don't necessarily know how this is going to pan out exactly, I have ideas. I'm going to do it. I started, yeah, I've started a little bit, dabbling in it, trying to figure out what techniques work for me, what techniques work for other people, how I want to disseminate information and also the, you know, just cultural experience of being in the horse world. It's not just a sport, like I mentioned on my Instagram page, and it's a sport where you have to work with another living being that doesn't speak the same language. So much communication and nuances that you're not just, can't just be in there. Even with, well, exceptionally well-trained horses. Horses are picking up energy. I mean, I think that's why in equine therapy, even though it's a different modality, horses just pick up energy, human energy, whether you're coming in angry, like they can differentiate things like 16 forms of anger frustration that we don't even have word for. So, yeah. So, and horses are known to do things for different people. So, let's say, Peter, I put you on my horse and you bring in this energy that he just put. It's unlike golf or other sports, which, I mean, I haven't done too much. I've done classical ballet, but if you're, it's a relationship. But it's your own body. Right. You know, if you have more control than, there's so many compounds with this, with a equestrian sport, and I think not there is, but with that first horse and group horse. It's just, I'm trying to find my word for it. Yeah. So I think I hear what you're saying. So your technique may have varied depending on the horse based on that, how that horse with your leg. Absolutely. So in the sport, whether you're doing dressage or you're doing in the western um, barrel racing or hunter jumper, which I do personally, you perform that work in your training. And then when you go to competition, people will just literally shut down and have panic attacks or severe anxiety. And so skills that they can demonstrate at home exceptionally well, they can't when they go to the show. So though I've worked with someone before and like not so much deep breathing but changing thought processes or doing a lot of cognitive work with um, also telling people to communicate with their horse and letting them know that they're scared or they're not in in attunement because once you're honest with the horse and not pretending then you're actually communicating and you're congruent also people fear of horses even though they ride horses they have a lot of fear so when horses go to these shows they act up they act differently it's a new environment there's grass that they're running on whereas at home they're running on dirt there's all this motion and chaos so it's another you know you're dealing with your own stuff but you're also dealing with your horse that they might rear up or they might suddenly stop when they've never stopped before at a jump um so and all of that once that starts happening it's almost like a spiral effect and then the person starts maybe taking it personally or really they're the ones that are communicating to the horse that the horse needs to stop and put so it's kind of this dance of trying to figure out what is the culprit how are you as the rider contributing to the horse's performance and how's the horse kind of buying into your own anxiety? So you mentioned Dr. Pernell, the trainer. Now, what would they see or miss perhaps to the sports psychologist and fill the gap here? Because we know the field is growing and important. We know your role is essential. But so without any, you know, slight to the valuable work that the trainer does, what, what would happen, let's say, in that instance where they're watching you perform, get up to a jump, and then the practice run, the horse all, and how might you have to come? So it's a really good question because I think a lot of trainers in the equestrian world aren't uh, sure kind of where a sports psychologist would fit and want to ensure that I'm not providing training. So a trainer would probably give skill set like you need to take a turn and start to jump this way or let go to the warm-up arena and have you jump your horse and pull your horse. Whereas I would come in and ask the person, well, what's going on in your brain? What's happening? This has been a pattern five shows now. 
Yet when we go home, you're doing great. You're jumping all your jumps. So what is happening? Maybe it's a parent. We all know there's plenty of parents that are very invested in their children, or it's a partner, or also at certain locations. So recently, I actually went back to a location where I had a major back accident and landed in the hospital in the ER with a brace, and I had to stop riding and recover for about a year. I went back to that same horse show, and ironically, in the other arena where I had my accident, literally as I'm getting on my horse to start pulling him and warming him up, there was an ambulance that came because someone else fell off their horse, and it just re-triggered emotional responses and trauma in my body, consciously and also unconsciously was unaware of, you know, and you're in it, and you have to get yourself done because, you know, you're, you're going to be called up, and you only have so much time before you're called up in the arena. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. The situation of having the injury of the situation, then being at an event, seeing somebody else have an injury, and you have how much time then? Just got to get your work done. You don't so, know because there's so many, like, you don't know technically when you're Those are the questions, yeah, yeah, I'd like to start asking is, right, yeah. can we gain, like, how much time do we have? Because there has to be a certain, like, the body needs to go through a process. So, you know, what, what Dr. Nella is mentioning is that even though you're aware and you know that you've had this injury in rehab, now there's this like and all these years that were helped maybe you rehab the body maybe you got stronger physically maybe you even developed your relationship with your horse and you're feeling secure again but now all of a sudden all the fear all these memories again and your body remembers falling so mm -hmm. it's going to go into fight or flight mode it's going to go into tech mode so you know i'd love that if you're in the instance and you were there i'd want to take whatever is slowing time down means you've got one hour before you jump then we may take 10 minutes just to address, you know, addressing, releasing all the tension that's going on, separating that moment uh, from today, and, and knowing that the horse and your body need you to be present for this moment, you know, and it's okay if afterwards we want to sit down and cry for all that we've been holding on to for this year. You know, like, the journey needs to be celebrated as well, the road from recovery and all the fear that gets hold on to into competition, but whatever way we can slow down time in whatever increment, I think that you can't ignore 
anymore that you've just seen something just kind of sent you in a kind of a dissociative state. You're not going to get the same athlete out of the gate. She put me on the spot too because I get to like work with her and then when I have these moments she's my right hand and I get to share this like a lot of the trauma that happened with the accident I got to process with her but I didn't process with my trainer and that's a different you don't share necessarily that conversation with your trainer. Your trainer's there to do business, get your horse performing, getting you communicating to your horse. And they want you to block that out, right? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So when it's not a valuable mental skill to not be focused. Right. So when my trainer was doing something else, I shared a little bit of Helen and then So even just this terminology, go ring. So I'm getting the imagery of like, is this is this different than the, the hundred jumps that you talk about that you do? Is this different? <laughs> this is more like the you know, for us novice. Yeah. So a showroom basically you before you so you sign up for your classes before you actually go to the show and then at the show they pose your course. And whether you're doing dressage or hunter jumper, they have the course written out and you memorize the course and you have to know not just the direction that you're going, but how many drives, so how many steps of course you need to take between the jump, what angle is the most strategic. And then for the jumper world, it's all based on time. So you're basically jumping these beautiful jumps at your time. So you have to make it maybe under a minute or a minute and a half. And then if you have a clear round and you make it within a minute and a half, you have to do jump off, which is maybe another course, but it's a lot more like five jump versus six. Wow. So have you ever showed at a competition and seen an optical? You were like, oh, we did prepare completely for that. Yes, all the time. <laughs> Because they're big and they're beautiful. And at home, we just have rails and, you know, you come and the jumps are, I mean, look at the Grand Prix rings. You have Hermes, who's uh, designing jumps. You have long jeans. You have, um, I mean, at the top level, you have monster ships that are making, spending thousands of dollars on these, like butterflies off the side. Wow. <laughs> so the pressure is high. And you have to understand, too, how equestrian sports differ, I think, from other sports, is that a lot of this comes out of our pocket. There's no sponsorship. There's no, uh, you suddenly get all these points and you make the money. It, you're literally paying for your horse's care, yourself, the training, all on your own until you're literally just about Wow. Well, ribbing aside, you know, are we obligated to, I know some activists will say, you know, you need to represent those like you or who've had a similar story and by no means, you know, does anyone have to do anything? There's no coercion here. But when we do see something moving, when we do see someone do something inspiring and I just think of the whole intergenerational you know trauma piece the fact that you know the family this must have been difficult for the whole family they knew uh, if you read the story further that uh, he was going to be born uh, without arms um, possibly as a side effect of medication being given at time to support that transition and, and, and to, I get to be a part of this with the special magazine uh, seeing people who have challenges but still be supported to go out and become Paralympians or Special Olympians and it's phenomenal it's inspiring and you know I want to learn a little bit more of their courage and commitment. So I mean I just was reevaluating and I was miserable and I wasn't really happy not that I was miserable but I wasn't happy and the way I feel after I'm at the barn or on the horse is a feeling I don't have in any other purview of my life so I kind of evaluated do I continue doing these jobs that give me financial benefit or do I take a moment and what is more important my life or finances and my dream is more important at the moment and I do believe and maybe this is hokey pokey I do believe that abundance comes when you're really really speaking to your heart I'm not going to do great work when I'm working with people half burnt out and exhausted so I want to do great work and follow my passion and give that energy to other people this process every single
single day where you're like doubt, you go through doubt, you go through cycles of fear as the challenges get bigger, doubt become bigger and the tests become bigger to stay committed to this. But I think that I like Dr. Prunella said, taking a moment and in that face, what do you fill that face with when you take that moment? I've chosen to fill my face with instead of people that are draining, you know, who are the people in the circle that you're including in? Are you looking for mentors every single day and looking for inspiring people? And I'm trying to get closer to them and I'm trying to get away from the draining influences and I'm trying to get around more things that give me more energy. So in a way, I think I'm becoming more selfish. I think I'm learning to read more things that, that make me happy. I'm trying to do more things that are uncomfortable but that make me laugh, connect more people that are doing amazing things and to keep asking that question. I think a quote was made this week, you know, your passion should be what you do while you're procrastinating. You know, there's just something to following that or even continuing to ask yourself the question, what do you enjoy? What would you like to give and who would you like to give it to? And trusting that, the power of your, your influence on humanity and what you can do, I think less and less are things being defined by a particular job description, limiting who you are, who you are is limitless. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. Please, if you can, check out my Patreon page.com, patreon.com slash Richard Listens or Instagram. Richard Listens. Uh, you get the theme. We appreciate all your support and interest. We're now up on iTunes, Spotify. If you're interested in therapy, teletherapy, any kind of consultation, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website, richardlistens.com. I'm happy to help and support in any way through any kind of strain, support, or isolation you are going through. We are here to alleviate strain and suffering. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.